Welcome to Copy Podcast. Welcome. I'm Ali. And I'm Emma. And every fortnight we take a short Australian story and listen to it while we drink our morning coffee. Yes, we do. I am dragging it. I am consuming the dregs of my ISO latte. I'm so sorry. I know. It happens. Every time you have a coffee, it happens. It's it's just a really sad part of life. <laughs> it's just, yeah, reality. I, just, I may have already had a few coffees today, so I'm changing up and having tea instead, which actually has a higher <gasps> caffeine content, but let's not go there. But not per cup. Yes, but per gram. Yes, but not per cup, and we consume it by the cup. But it does per gram. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> I won't fight you on that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> let's not get into this right now. Um, so it's my turn to choose, and I've chosen Average Morning by Harriet McKerney, and it will be read by Joel Hurwood. Let's listen. There either was or wasn't space for us on the bus that morning. If there was space, it either was because the bus wasn't full or because the commuters in the aisle walked to the back and made space. I hadn't eaten breakfast and I was hungry. One man had a burger and acted like he didn't know that it's not okay to eat, a, or eat on a Monday morning bus. It smelt gross, but good. The bus shuffled forward shakily, and then we were stuck, stopped across the road from Stanmore Mackers. If there was space made for us, either new space was found or new space was created. If new space was created, it was either taken from another part of the universe or it was added to the universe. If space was added to the universe, either it happened at random or it happened because we needed it. I noticed that I had five almonds in my jacket pocket. I tried one, and it was okay. The burger smell was filling the bus and making me nauseous. I looked at my phone while the bus swayed, powering down Parramatta Road. There wasn't a part of the bus I could hold on to, and I balanced by keeping my legs slightly bent. If space was added because we needed it, either that happens every time someone needs space, or this was an exceptional occasion. If space was added to the universe every time someone needed it, we can either consider it due to the expanding universe or the expanding mind. Another person was flagging down the bus, my stomach still rumbling. We commuters shuffle backwards. The bus was rumbling too. Metaphysics on a bus. Yeah. Hmm. Why'd you pick that one? I mean, I like complaining about public, public transport, <laughs> always. <laughs> Buses have been a real theme of this podcast. It's been, it's been something that's just really become a big part of my life in the last few years, and, and I will take any opportunity to get annoyed at people on buses. Um, but no, I, just, I really liked... I really like those sort of descriptions of the everyday mm-hmm. where it's for some reason a big thought that came into my head listening to this was um I don't know if you've seen the shower thoughts mm. of all the really big momentous things you think while in the shower. Yes. Or for this case, on a bus mm-hmm. when like you're just really going to work. 
But now's the time. Now's the time to decide if the universe is providing extra space for people on buses and if that's part of the expanding universe or if that's part of your mind expanding or if it's actually just that you're imagining that the space is expanding but it's never been expanding at all. I thought it was an expanding mind. That's my vote. I think he was nauseous from burgers. (laughs) The lack of. (laughs) It's true, though. Don't eat smelly foods on public transport. That's especially in the morning. Like, especially in the morning. I I don't like it in the evening because I'm going home to dinner and someone's got, you know, fries on the train. I'm like, what about the rest of us who are going home to dinner? But I think, like, on the way home... It's annoying because you're just like, I'm really hungry right now mm. and you're just mm-hmm. ruining this for me. In the morning, though, it's just like, how? How, how are you eating curry? <laughs> like, how, how? it's so early. And I just, I could smell it and I'm going to be sick. I'm, I'm going to be sick. <laughs> I think if you bring food onto a bus or your train carriage, you should have to share it with the rest of the commuters. I think yeah. that should be the rule. That'd be horrible. I can't, I can't, like a burger or a pie. Yeah, everyone takes a bite. (laughs) I just feel sick on buses anyway. So burger or no burger, doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Bus sick. But yeah. But in a a more like serious sense, I suppose, I also, I do, like every now and then I find it interesting to explore that idea of um, sort of what space we take in the the world and Mm -hmm. what space we can provide in the world Mm -hmm. to like, in those situations where it's really crowded and it's like, how much space can I claim mm. and how much space do I have to give to others? Mm-hmm. And the idea that space is something that we can give and take as we need or want. Mm-hmm. Or feel pressured to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of, and, and thinking of it at, like as a commodity, mm. instead of just as, yeah, as like a, f- just the physics term of space Mm. and it's like no like i can give it to someone else when i'm like no i will let you stand in my personal space and yeah not try and scratch your eyes out yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. i've started enjoying uh matching i don't know know how to say this exactly but matching the leg span if Mm. i'm sitting next to a guy on the bus or the train like matching their span because if they can spread their legs out that wide, why can't I? Yeah. And they get annoyed. My biggest thing is always, um, if, if you have a spare seat on a crowded train or bus, mm. or light rail for that matter, um, yeah, you, you better have a good reason for keeping that thing. Mm-hmm. And so many people will give you these odd looks of like, what do you mean you want to sit? down on the train or the bus and you're like dude same reason you do move your bag <laughs> why is the bag like the chosen one that needs to see or just like particularly on like the three seaters on trains mm. you get the two people on the ends and then they'll give you this look as if like you want me to move or stand up so that you can sit down <laughs> why and you're like there are three seats <laughs> Let's solve this together. <laughs> I love it when, um, because I find people on public transport in Australia, at least, is so polite that even when you're on a train and everyone is squished into the section where the doors are mm. and there's one person standing down the steps, 
but they won't move into the carriage any further. So people just pile up against this one person and they're just like, no, I'm not moving down. And no one says anything. But I think there's a sort of story. I just, I really like this sort of language Mm. that sort of, you know, part humor, part just normal life, Mm. part satire, Mm. all that sort of. But also the uh, collision of this very normal um, bus experience Mm. and this metaphysical yeah thought experiment <laughs> those two things colliding was really interesting i was, I thought that like parallel timelines were going to open up or <laughs> on the other parallel world where they didn't make space that would start another story yeah. or something like it was it, yeah i really enjoyed how it was written it the language actually reminded me of um when i was studying the philosophy of logic and you can't right. make any assumptions so you have to be like if x then y but if Y then Z, and it sounds so yeah. basic, like in this story where they're saying, if space was created, then this. But if you follow all of those sort of logical formulas, it's actually quite interesting because there are so many possibilities yeah. and it makes you think about just the elements behind every sort of simple act in life. Yeah. And what led to that choice. So. Yeah, it was interesting. It, I, I thought it was actually, you know, a University of Sydney philosophy student on the bus going to a lecture, <laughs> being like, let me just test this language out. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. I also liked um, the, the bus rumbling back oh, at yeah. him his, or her. Their stomach is rumbling and yeah. the bus rumbles back because I thought that was sort of perhaps proof that they were in a somehow (laughs) magical universe and the bus knew (laughs) the bus the bus was the thing providing space all along well all along the bus was actually you know a a sea creature through the sea (laughs) that was carrying them and because it's never clear like it could be like some kind of massive (laughs) i mean i mean while they did use the word bus Maybe the bus was just a metaphor. Maybe it's a whale. Yes, exactly. <laughs> These are the assumptions that we've made about the story. I, I do think they said the bus was rum- not rumbling down Parramatta Road. <laughs> but which one? <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> Could be that one in <laughs> Atlanta. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be amazing. Someone <laughs> someone write like a story about like El Dorado and Atlantis and the Parramatta Road that goes between them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good idea. I would love to hear about um, creative public transport issues on other worlds. <laughs> you know, like what public transport is like on an alien world. <laughs> what issues do they have? Like maybe they all get in and like hang from the ceiling and people like have their elbows yeah. out or something. I do always find that a little bit of a thing with watching sci-fi and you're just like, really? They're all just taking buses? They wouldn't have come up with a different way <laughs> to get around? Yeah. Like, wouldn't they all be teleporting or flying or like have jetpacks? Yeah, what if there's like teleporting etiquette in the future? Well, there would have to be. Mm. Like, how do you make sure that you don't accidentally collide while teleporting? Yeah. I don't really know how teleporting would work in 
People get to work and they're like, oh, sorry, I'm late. Someone took my teleport ride. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is just... Uber teleport? Uberport? What do you need the Uber person for? I don't know. What would they do? (laughs) All these questions and more. (laughs) Well, thank you for that stimulating story. Yeah. Hmm. My imagination is all fired up now. (laughs) (laughs) And you can share with us both your complaints for public transport and how you think they fit so many people on buses. And what public transport is like on another planet. Mm. We will be looking for stories on our Facebook page if you'd like to leave them there. Yeah. Should be a new competition. Spineless Wonders competition. Public transport. And so that was Average Morning by Harriet McKinney and read by Joel Horwood. And um, that one isn't part of an anthology, but you can find more about it at shortaustralianstories.com.au. And you can let us know what you thought on our Facebook page, Coffee Podcast, and rate, review, and subscribe, Coffee Podcast, wherever you listen to this podcast. Lovely. And we are supported by the Australia Council for the Arts. Stay caffeinated. Stay caffeinated.